Blog Talk Radio. I got a call from an old friend. We laughed about how we had changed. But I could tell things weren't going as well as he claimed. He tried to hide his feelings, but they That I knew the right words to say
dad loved trains. And like every Christmas, one of those boys would wind up with a train set, but he played with it more than anyone. This song's for him and all the men who worked on the railroad. Life is like a mountain railroad With an engineer that's brave We must make the run successful From the cradle to the grave Watch the curve that fills the tunnel Never fall, just never quit your hands upon the throttle and your eyes upon the rail. You will roll a great up trial. You will cross the bridge of strife. I see that Christ is your conductor on this line. Always mindful of obstructions And do your duty never fail And keep your hands upon the throttle And your eyes upon the rail Let me save you, thou will find us Till we reach the other Till we breathe. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. I am here, I'm here. Uh, they changed my, uh, what is thing, the studio around a little bit. And so I have to uh, find what I need to find. So y'all bear with me this morning. God bless each and everybody. And I thank God for every caller and every listener. And uh, I'll be sharing uh, what took place in Fourth Sunday Fellowship yesterday. Oh, we had a wonderful time, wonderful time. And so uh, y'all bear with me, and uh, I'm going to find what we need. But listen, let me go ahead and pray. And uh, after prayer, we'll go to one more song uh, while I look for what we need. Yeah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We thank you this morning. Father, we give you glory. We give you honor and we give you praise for waking us up this morning, closed in our right mind. We thank you this day for the use and activity of our limbs. Father, we thank you for life, this life you've given unto us, health and strength. Father, we may not have all the health that we desire, but you gave us enough to be here, and we are thankful unto you. We give you glory again this morning, honor, praise, and we worship you this day in spirit and in truth. We're grateful unto you this morning. We thank you. We appreciate you. We love you today. But, Father, there's none like you. There's none who treat us the way that you treat us. And we are so thankful, hallelujah, because in our lives, each of our lives, Father, things could be so much worse. But your grace and your mercy, hallelujah, it yet abounds for us. And we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Can't say thank you enough. Father, we thank you for saving us. Hallelujah. Bringing us out of a world of sin, all into this new life with you. We thank you this morning. We thank you that we can come to you anytime, in any place, anywhere to make our petitions known unto you. Thank you this morning for opening every door, for making every way. Thank you for redeeming us back to you. Oh, we thank you this morning. Thank you for setting us aside unto yourself. Hallelujah. Thank you for filling us with your spirit today. Oh, we give you glory. Hallelujah. And we give you honor. Lord, we thank you for it. We love you for it today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And Father, we humble this morning and bow down before you. And ask for forgiveness for all our sins, all our wrongdoings, our wrong thoughts, our wrong speakings, and our wrong feelings. And, Father, though our sins be scarlet this morning, we ask that you would wash each of us as white as snow. Cleanse us this morning from all unrighteousness. And, Father, give us a clean heart and renew the right spirit within us today. In the name of Jesus, thank you for forgiveness. Father, we thank you for forgiving us, putting our sins and wrongdoings in the sea of forgetfulness and never to remember them again. We thank you this morning for the brand new slate. Hallelujah. Thank you for bringing us together here as a group to give you the first fruit of our day here. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you this morning. You've done so much for us. You're doing so much. And Father, you're going to do much more. And we thank you this morning. Bless every household represented here, every family member near and far. Bless today 
that that shouldn't be, Father, we ask that you would remove it in the name of Jesus. Lord, for your people's sake this morning, ask that you will go through every home represented here. And, Father, that you will send your anointing to fix whatever is broken. Father, to remove whatever shouldn't be and to fix your people's hearts and regulate their minds this day in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you this morning for your love. Thank you for your grace and your mercy this morning, that you're doing this for us today. Father, those that stand in the need of healing, Father, we ask that you would heal this morning. Heal Sherry, oh God. Touch and heal her eye. Let her see like she never saw before out of both eyes today, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Strengthen Louis. Give him more patience than he ever had for his wife this day. In the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning. Every prayer request that has come before me, Father, I ask this morning that not only you hear, but that God you would answer. In the name of Jesus, those that stand in the need of finances, God, a place to live, a car to drive, whatever they stand in the need of, oh God, this morning, I ask that you would meet the need according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. Do it for the sake of your people this morning, and that your name would be glorified in the earth, O oh God, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. And, Father, we bring those that are incarcerated, those that are in every branch of the military, widowers and bereaved families, Father, orphanage children, children that don't have a father or mother. God, we bring all of this before you this morning and ask that you would bless and that you would fix in the name of Jesus or help today, Lord. God, we ask that you would bless intercessory prayer people, bless Israel and Jerusalem, preachers preaching in the name of Jesus and obedience unto you and love for your people today. Bless our brothers and sisters overseas everywhere, moved by your spirit for them today in the name of Jesus. And Father, have mercy. Have mercy this morning continually upon America. Every American, oh God, forgive us, Lord, and fix us. Help us today. Fix our hearts, oh God, and regulate our minds. Lord, give us our minds back because the enemy has come in and taken many of the minds of the people, our leadership. Lord, give us, give them their minds back. The Lord will remember that there's an almighty God who have all power, and there's no higher power. He sits high and he looks low. Move today for this country in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you. Father, help Israel this morning. Fix Jerusalem. Fix their hearts and regulate their minds today in the name of Jesus. Bless as only you can do. You know what they stand in the need of. I'm moved by your spirit this morning. In Jesus' name, we ask it all today. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory, honor, and praise. Hallelujah. There is none like you. Thank you, Father. We thank you this morning. Oh, we give you glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.
Cause he lives, I live Because he gave, I give Because he bore my shame and took my place He took my place I can never be the same Now when he looks at me Calvary He sees the cross of blood The nail pierced hands His nail pierced hands Because of him I have a new name New name, new name, new name Satan got no hold on me
But now that we're new in Jesus, we're new creatures all over, all together. <clears throat> Mind, heart, soul, body, everything is new in him. Hallelujah. And so with this new life, we choose new ways to do things, new ways to live our new life. We don't think the same. We don't go to the same places. Yeah, we don't, we're not doing the same things. It's a new day for us. I can remember when I first come to God. I saw things totally different. It was like I had no control over me. I didn't have control over Barbara no longer. The spirit of the Lord was living in me. And he grew in me as I grew in a desire to have him. And as I grew in the word of God, the more I wanted from him, the more the spirit man in me grew. Yeah. I can remember back in the day, I would sit around thinking of ways to make big money. Yeah. My whole day, I'm thinking of how to make big money, uh, desires that I wanted, natural things. The house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. I'm, just, I, I'm sitting around daydreaming and making plans in my mind of the kind of house I wanted. I wanted a house with the front of it glass, and it had the big columns, the big poles. And when you came in the door, it had two doors. I'll never forget it. Two glass doors with gold handles. And when you come through the two doors, it was a room, a foyer, a whole room with my picture, <laughs> pictures of my children, uh, uh, pictures of my ex-husband on the wall. All of this trimmed up in gold. Listen to me. Walls nice and bright, like a, a light tan color. Big, beautiful plants. And then you come on in, and when you come on in, you come into this big room with furniture. Oh, I just had the plan in my mind what I wanted. I, I, I dreamed about having the butlers, two maids or three maids, the yard man and Aaron person and all of this stuff. Foolishness is what it was. I had many cars. Couldn't drive but one at a time. And I would have these huge parties because out back it was so much land, so many beautiful trees. And I would invite people to come. This is before I came to Jesus now. And anything I wanted, I could buy. It was just ridiculous. But when he come in, the desire for all of that for me and mine, it changed. I started looking at other people. Always had a desire, even when I was in the world, to help others. I would give people the shirt off my back. Yeah. But when I come to him in the newness of this new life, I thought more about people and their needs. I thought about children. I thought about parents. Both parents worked, but they still did not make enough money 
that the children could get all that they needed, dental work and glasses and uh, nice shoes that would last and clothing and because, you know, children grow. So it looked like every week they need new clothes, make sure they had food. You know, if, if they this was their home, they was buying the home, I wanted to make sure they had a walk-in freezer with every food imaginable that they enjoyed, that they liked, and the children liked. Yeah. All kind of stuff come to my mind to do for people. Because of the new Barbara. See, the old Barbara was selfish. Yeah, she thought about helping people, and she did help a few, but she was sitting around thinking about her and hers. (laughs) Money, 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 big, big money. Because it made me happy, made me glad, I thought. But I was missing quite a few slices out the loaf because I didn't have Jesus. He's the only one who can make up the whole loaf, and I've not missed a slice. The end bread, you know, there's a bread at the end of the loaf and a, a, a slice at the beginning of the loaf, and both of them, sometimes they call it dead bread. Those two pieces of bread, most people don't really use them. Now, I use them, but most people don't. And even when I make bread pudding, I use them too pieces, the one from the end and the beginning, I use those in the bread pudding. Yeah. Homemade from scratch. But look, I become a new creature. The people I used to hang out with, I no longer desire to hang out with them. Not that I didn't care for them, but how can two walk together except they agree we wasn't on the same page anymore? And the only way I really wanted to hang out with you if you was about a dollar bill. You had to be about your children and a dollar bill. That's what made my world click. So if you wasn't about that, I wasn't about being your friend. He changed all of that. He showed me this. Money is not the answer. It answers all things, but it's not the answer. When I turned to look, he was the answer and his word was the answer. That, that's what was the answer for the world today. That was the answer for me to build a good life, to have a good life. I've never had a good life like I have now, and it's not because of where I live. It's not because of what I wear. It's not because of what I drive. It's not because of the way I look. It's because of him. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because Jesus lives, all fear is gone. Why, Barbara? I know he holds my future. And this life, this new life I'm living is worth the living because Jesus lives. Oh, I feel all right right there. Amen goes right there, Pastor David. Yeah. Life is worth the living. Hey, glory, because he lives. Hallelujah. He gave me a new name. He's my father and I'm his girl. I'm his daughter. And I feel all right this morning. Glad 
I've got Jesus down in my heart. So glad I got him this morning because without him, I can do nothing. And without him, I wouldn't have this kind of life. And when I called on him, not only he here, but he answered me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Went to Fourth Sunday Fellowship yesterday. And you know, people will tell you, I'll be there. I'll be there. Don't 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 call and say, well, I was on my way and we had this or, or that. Says absolutely nothing. Don't show up. But I want you to know this, and I feel bad for these people because I don't know what you think you're doing, but I do know this. God says high and look low. His eyes are in every place. He's beholding the evil and the good. Don't do that. It's best you just say no or say, let me see what I can do. But God had there yesterday who he wanted. And my bishop took over. All the church wasn't there, but a lot of church people showed up because they had already had service for the morning. And when I came in in the evening to do Fourth Sunday Fellowship, that was for me to invite the guests and, and bishop, you know, he was going to put somebody else up to speak. But anyway, we went on in Jesus' name. Had a wonderful praise service. I liked that kind of carrying on. And uh, Bishop came up with the idea to let each minister who was willing to give 10 minutes. Now, y'all know something went a little bit over, and I was supposed to clock them and stop. You can't stop the move of God when he moves it. Somebody got to hear that. Oh, we had a wonderful time. And so afterwards, you know, we sung a little bit, took up the offering and everything, and uh, the Lord opened the floor to me to minister, and I come on home. I mean, I, 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 we ended it and uh, left out of there when he got us a little food and come on home. I picked the old friend of mine up, Connie, Pick Jerry up, and we went on. At first, I was going to go to the church and maybe not pick up Connie because I was looking for these people who said they were coming, and I wanted to be there and not be late. I was able to go get Connie. I had already picked Jerry up because she lived closer. Picked up Connie and got back in plenty enough time to meet the people at the church. They had got in and everything, and I didn't even know it. Then, in us leaving there, God blessed Jerry with a great gift. I, I didn't know it. I didn't know it was going to happen. A great gift that she needed, Bishop gave it to her. I said, oh, no, let's go back to the church. They said, no, Bishop said, keep it. Tell her it's hers. You can't make me doubt God. I know how he rolls, as they say. I, I, I know what he can do. I know what he will do. You can't make me doubt him. I see, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm never basically at church. I'm at the prison. Sometimes I may be at the hospital with somebody. But these people know my work. They basically know me, especially the bishop and the pastor. And when he sees me, he always tickles. I love Bishop. I love Bishop. 
And he's always happy and excited. And yesterday, he put the ministers up and he got to sit back and watch. And when I would look at him, he would just be just full of joy. I said, look at Bishop. Don't know what to do with himself. So happy. So he gave me an idea for Fourth Sunday Fellowship. Invite at least four ministers and let each one have 15 minutes. And let's see what word God put in the air. Uh, the, uh, uh, the pastor got up, and she came from the 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Yeah, yeah. And so many. Another minister, uh, evangelist, got up, and she said, don't let the sound of the naysayers, what she said, don't let the sound of the naysayers Stop you. I think that was it. Don't let the sound of the naysayers stop you coming out of Nehemiah. Yeah. Oh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. God just used people yesterday, and I'm so thankful. And, you know, he didn't do a lot of uh, uh, rough, rough, uh, uh, all of that. Uh, And I heard him. uh, He didn't do a lot of that yesterday. Just plain and simple, soothing and loving. Yeah, because even we're non-denominational, but Baptist people come, Methodist people come, Catholic people come, Muslims come, all kind of people. And when God get through this, said, Barbara, I really had a nice time. I enjoyed that. I said, thank you. And we go our separate ways. See, they can come with me because the Muslims, because I don't fight. I don't argue. I don't debate God. He is who he is. <laughs> he hung the stars in the sky. He hung the sun in the sky. He hangs the moon out at night. He keeps the water back from the land. He keeps changing the seasons. It's him that made man in his image. Now, it's up to you what you believe. And if we can't get on the same page about Jesus being the son of God, because God so loved us that he sent his only begotten son. Well, listen, let's talk about that bean pie, you say. Uh, let's talk about some of the things minister, as they call him, Falcon, talks about when it comes to a mother and her children. Let's talk about when it comes to a man and his wife, his wife and how men are supposed to treat women, even if they're not married. The lady just going in the door. He come and open the door for her. The way he teach the nation of Islam men to dress properly. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Because we can't talk about Jesus because you don't believe he's the son of God. You might believe he was a prophet back in the day, but you don't believe he's the son of God. Well, I know he is. Yeah. I know for myself. They say he's a poor, he's poor people, God. Well, I'm poor enough for him to be mine. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. It's a new day. We should be excited. We should be in the word. Uh, we should let the world dictate to us. We shouldn't let the world overtake us, overpower us. We follow in the world. But many churches, many preachers teaches the people the ways of the world. 
and the people like it because when you live the ways of the world, you get the house on it. You strive to have that house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy when a three or four bedroom house would have did you some good. You ain't need all that. And we bind the foolishness in the city and we don't have much land. But when we come to ourselves, we know we need land because we need to grow things. If you want fresh meat, you're going to have to grow it. You're going to have to have livestock of some kind. You're going to need a lake that you can eat. Cash your pole out there and catch you some brims or whatever it is. Because if you look at this thing now, the food is, is making American people sick. They putting stuff in it that makes us addictive to it. And when we eat it, it provides us to eat more. I think there's a thing called candidas, if I'm not mistaken. And it's okay to have a little bit of bad bacteria, but not a whole lot in your stomach. So this thing, when we eat a donut, it makes us want another donut, a, a slice of pound cake. Uh, that's not good enough. Uh, every time we eat, we want a dessert. See, my dad could do that back in the day because he wasn't eating uh, preservatives, additives. He wasn't eating that. He was eating straight peach preserve straight off the tree. And some of the peaches were so sweet, it didn't need sugar. They just cooked the peaches down and made its own syrup and everything, and they did what they called candy. They put it in a sterilized job with a sterilized top, and it lasts for years. They had many jars on shelves. These people even canned meat, smoked meat in a jar. <laughs> they had what they call a smokehouse. The sausage sausages they made themselves and put them in a skin and hung them up in the smokehouse. My dad said as a boy, he would go out to cut wood and his mom may be making dinner or his sister, my aunt Will, she was the oldest, may be making dinner. He said, and he went out to cut wood because it was his turn to chop the wood and stack it. And he chose to do it after work. And he said, because now he's old enough to work the fields, because he was a baby. He's old enough to work the fields and everything. So after work, he'd come in, wash his hands, get him a snack, go out and start cutting the wood. He said, and sometimes while he cutting the wood, he didn't feel so satisfied. And he felt like a smoked sausage. You could eat it raw. Well, it wasn't raw because it was smoked. It was done. He said, and it was always a fire, like in the middle of the floor, uh, kind of smoked with just smoke coming up, hickory smoke. And all of that was getting into the meat and cooking the meat to a certain degree. He said he was just popping the smokehouse, popping off a sausage, a link, eat it and come back out and chop his wood. He said he would be so happy and it would be so fulfilling. And he didn't need nothing else. He said, but when he got to the table, they had jellies, they had uh, desserts, 
three starches, four starches sometimes, depending on what they cook. You see, they always had vegetables too, more than two or three. Table just full of food. That's the way he come up. So he got old and learned better that it don't take all of that. So he started having us to have a vegetable or two, meat, a starch, and bread, and a dessert. After breakfast, we had a dessert. After breakfast, I tell you. Good morning, Apostle Boatwright, and good morning to you, Cat uh, Carnine. God bless you for stopping by this morning. Yeah, so this is the way I grew up. After breakfast, you're going to have a Danish or some type of sweet, a donut. After you had a big breakfast, and see, this called for more carbs, the candida. It calls for more carbs. And that's our morning, Sion, God bless you. And that's what it called for. So that's the way I come up, so that's the way I began to eat. But it's a new day for the believer. And when I say, if you truly believe and ask God for ways to help you with your bad eating, your bad eating habits, he will do just that. I tried many, many times, and I would always go back to the bad foods because I'm a bad food cook, and I can cook it the old-fashioned way, and it tastes great. But it's not healthy. It's not good for your body. It causes a lot of other complications with your body, health problems. I prayed that prayer of faith, and I meant that thing, and I went on. And I had a desire to change the bad eating habits. When I started off, I kind of started off, you know, on a fast. And then I got all the green stuff that had no sugar, low in sodium or no sodium, celery, cucumber, and a drink, and I started drinking that. Then I would make my own smoothie, and I would make my own tea, and if I drank another tea, it would be green tea. When I knew, and, and I started a little exercise, you know, side to side, reaching up, reaching down, bending over to side to side. I started doing some things. I began to see an improvement even in my body. Yeah, I used to wake up too many times a night going to the bathroom. Uh-uh, I barely wake up now to the bathroom run. And guess what? I don't care how cold or hot it is, how sleepy I am, I'm washing my hands. After I use the restroom, because that's what we're supposed to do. And that keep away illnesses too. Clean hands. A clean face. Wash your face in the morning. Get the sleep out your eye. You can see better. Yeah, all of these things are important to us. Good eating, good eating. Good greens, green vegetables, yellow, purple. I love an eggplant. And I just refused to eat the eggplant if it wasn't fried. I said, no, I don't want no eggplant that haven't been fried with a batter. Oh, oh you got to be kidding me. Even the purple skin, I would chew that because... Oh, the flavor was just so delicious. Now I use a thing called avocado oil, coconut oil. I have olive oil. 
looking today for a different kind of flour because I'm going to make banana nut bread. But I can't use that white stuff. I got to use what's healthy. <laughs> I'm telling you, I know, you, you know me, and if you don't know me, you would have had to know me. I eat soul food. I like pig feet and smoked meat and greens and beans and all. Fried this, fried that, macaroni and cheese. I love all of that. But what I was eating didn't love me. Because it was putting more and more pounds on me. I'm sluggish. I don't feel like doing what I used to do. Now I'm full of energy. I walked the floor yesterday. Hallelujah. Where before I would, you know, have people to come to me. Call them out. And many times that make people uncomfortable. I know many prophets don't know that, but it makes people uncomfortable. And the only way God going to use me to call you out, you come into the altar, right? He says, seek him right now, honey. You got to go to the altar right now and seek him. But he had me to go from seat to seat, from person to person, wherever they were sitting. Yeah. And I thank God for that. Just bless in Fourth Sunday Fellowship. Oh, it was wonderful. So look, we back to this. Any man in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. If you don't have a new life, look around and see what's going on. Why haven't my life changed? I received Jesus. You yet must seek him. You yet must seek his word with your whole heart. And if you trust in him, he's going to bring it to you. He'll send you to a place that teach the truth. Because, see, we got to know what he wants, what pleases him, and the things that he can accept. Not what we're talking about. But we were born in sin, shaped in iniquity. We come here against God because the flesh. The scriptures say, in sin did my mother conceive me. See, we come from a sinful nature. But if we can believe and accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, guess what happens? All that changes instantly. The minute you truly believe, it changes instantly on the spot. Why? He make us over. I said, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. So we're grateful unto Almighty God again this morning for this new life. Yeah. I know people think, oh, she happy because she live out there. No, honey, she don't have nothing to do with out there. I'm happy because I found a Savior. And he's sweet, I know, Sion. I found a Savior, the Savior of the world. And he's sweet, and I know it. I can taste and see all that he's good this morning. I can be driving my truck down the street and taste and see that the Lord is good. I can be working, phone ringing, all of them ringing off the hook. I can answer this one and answer that one and answer and say, look, I'm going to call you back. I'm going to call you back and take this call. And while I'm, I'm talking on the phone, I yet can taste and see that the Lord is good. Sometimes I'm talking to people, and I, the reason I fuss with them a lot of times is because I love them, and I want the best for them. I know Jerry many days just want to pick me up 
and just dump me on my head, open the door, and say, I'm going to kick you out. Don't come back no time soon because I'm sick of you. Now, when I get over my sickness, I'll call you. Yeah, because I know she loved me. And we friends, been friends look like 100 years. <laughs> yeah. It's my sister in Christ. Yeah. And my childhood friend. Yeah. And so uh, y'all know how she care. She come on here talking about, uh, yeah, I was bad when I was in school. I went to the principal office every day. Oh, she was proud to tell it here. When I told it yesterday, she told me, oh, why were you putting on front street? I said, well, you've been putting yourself on front street all the time when you come to Jesus in the morning and, and tell our business. Yeah, you put it on front street. Yeah, Bobby, you said I have to take me to the principal office. Yeah. And I didn't want to see me laughing, but I was so tickled over that thing when she said, you put me out there. You put me on front street. Cutty said, I told you, don't put me on front street. I said, Cutty, I ain't put No, you didn't, Jerry, but you put me out there. I was tickled, but I couldn't let him see me laugh. Because that really would have made her angry. She rolling her eyes up in the, in the sky and all of that. But look at God through all of that. Look at him. Old friends brought us back together. But when you're going to go up Teeth and tongue fall out. But guess what? The teeth got to chew that food and the tongue have to participate. So guess what? They come back together in harmony. In peace, they're no longer angry with each other. <laughs> the tongue, because you heard it, teeth, you bit it. All of that is because of the new life. These people would not have nothing for me if it was not for God in my life. And I can't be right here to me, oh, you know, I'm just all of that in a bag of donuts. You know, I'm just, oh, honey, I'm just too good for the world. Because I think I found Jesus. If I truly got him, I would never think like that because I can't think more of myself than I ought to. I got to show the love of Christ everywhere I go. I can't show the love of Barbara. Barbara ain't got that love like that. I got the love of Jesus, which makes me love like he would have loved you. I can't condemn you. You can smoke crack in front of me. I can pray for you, but it's not a hold up. I wouldn't smoke crack. Oh, I never smoked crack. And I haven't. But that don't make me better than the drug abuser. I got to go back and remember this, and then a man being Christ is a new creature. Now, I, I, I can lift, a, lift God up and win the drug abuser to him, not to me, because I'm not that good. The only thing make me of worth today is Jesus. Hey, glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. That's the only thing make me of worth. For without him, I can do nothing. And if it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? Because, you know, we we, we the kind of people, um, humans, you know, we think we something. And we compare one thing to the other. And we see one thing worse than the other thing. You know, I, in the world, you know, I, I talk crazy talking about, well, see, when it came to Barbara, uh, drugs wasn't for use. They were for sale. 
Like I done said something. You just as guilty as the drug abuser. A, a dope seller, dope dealer. Yeah, you're just as guilty. What? Wrong is wrong. Sin is sin. There's no big sin and there's no little sin. All sin equals to the same thing, death. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God through Jesus Christ is eternal life. But we like to do that. Well, child, you know, he killed his wife. But your daughter stole a bubble gun. Well, child, she ain't do nothing but steal a, steal a, a 50 cent bubble gun. Stealing is wrong. She's just as guilty as the man who killed his wife. But we weigh it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Sin is sin. Wrong is wrong. Yeah, and I thank God for a sound mind. Thank God that I don't have to scorn people. Now, I may have to tell you the truth from time to time, but it would be no scorning, and it would be no, uh, I'm telling you this because I got it and I'm better than you. No, none of that. Because it goes like this. If it had not been for the Lord, on my side, Brother Anthony, tell me where would I be? <laughs> where would I be? Where would I be if he wasn't on my side? If he had not saved me, if he had not sanctified me, set me aside, cleaned me up and set me aside unto himself, fill me with his spirit, where would I be? Absolutely, see, I'm lost. And I don't know if I'll be lost, uh, if I'll be dead and in hell already. See, because when we're, when we're not our own, which means this, the enemy have control of your mind. You don't have control because the devil is your daddy and you're in bondage to sin. See, God came and set me free. <laughs> Hallelujah. When I received him as my Lord and Savior, and ask him to come into my heart and live forever. The Son, Jesus Christ, as the ropes say, S-O-N, set me free. He set me free. I'm no longer in bondage. The devil is no longer my daddy. I now have a father, a heavenly father who made the heavens and the earth. And the earth is his. The fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell therein. Even if you say the answer, you still belong to God. He made you for his pleasure. He just don't come against our will. He don't force anything on us. But he's yet in control. I know he gave uh, the, the devil power. Yeah, he gave him some power. <laughs> he's the prince of the air. But God have all power, <laughs> much more than any enemy could ever have. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we thank him this morning. For there's none like him. And I'm grateful that he's on our side today. Listen, I'm going to this one this morning. And uh, because, listen. The, 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 the song ball in the studio is absolutely running over. 
Block Talk gave me all the songs back in my song vault, I call it. And so I'm a little bit excited about that and thankful unto them. So listen, Miranda Curtis sings Waymaker. And so we're going to take a listen to her. And uh, yeah, we have two minutes. Uh, we're going to listen to her briefly. And then we're coming back with the book of Joshua. And that's going to be our book. It's a short book, really. And we're going to finish that book. Each morning, we're going to read from the book of Joshua until it ends. Yeah. And so I've been praying about the name, pronouncing the names in the Bible correctly. And I want to listen, listen to them so that I can hear the names pronounced correctly. All right. Let's go with this.
the love worldwide www.jesusinthemorningradio.com hallelujah hallelujah we got to get to the book of joshua over here and i like to come in with it at eight o'clock on the dot and i'll be a few minutes behind because i wanted just a little bit of that song uh this morning Waymaker, promise keeper Hallelujah. We want to remember these things when we are seeking God. After we have sought his face, we yet want to remember he's a wave maker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. He's our Lord and Savior. He's on our side. He's all of these things, and we want to remember this. So look, this morning we are going to the book of Joshua, and a Joshua is after Deuteronomy, and I think it's uh, between Judges and Deuteronomy. And so we're going there this morning. And uh, Joshua, uh, the first of the 12 historical books, historical books, Joshua, Esther, uh, forges a link between the Pentateuch and the reminder, remainder of Israel's history. Through three major military campaigns involving more than 30 enemy armies, the people of Israel learn a crucial lesson under Joshua's capital, capable, capable leadership. Y'all forgive me. Victory. Uh, well, let's read that again. Three major military campaigns involving more than 30 enemy armies. The people of Israel learn a crucial lesson under Joshua's capable leadership. Victory comes through faith in God and obedience to his word, rather than through military might or numerical numerical superiority. The title of the book, Joshua, is appropriately named after its central figure, Joshua, What happened in this, if you remember, Moses was disobedient. God told him to speak to the rock. He hit it. And several times he got upset. He he got to see the promised land, but he passed away before he made it into the promised land. And Joshua was Moses' minister. So now Moses gone on. And Joshua had to take over. Joshua had to come into place as a leader for the people, for Israel. And so we're about to get to see what God tells Joshua and Joshua plight to obey God. But look, I want to share this. When we learn that God is our all in all, for real, not just saying it, 
Not just having a form about it, but it's real. When we learn we can't do nothing without God, we really can't do nothing without when we learn to truly obey God, because at some point in your life, he's going to speak to you. I know they chase the prophets. They chase the prophetess because they're looking for a word from God. But guess what? He's going to speak to you in your life. You may not know that's him, but he's speaking. When things come out perfect, when things come out really good, that's God spoken, and you did. Something it, it, it just come to my mind to do it this way. God spoke to you, but you didn't know it. Many times He's speaking feelings. He He, he speak in the way you feel because your spirit man. <laughs> See, we more spiritual than we realize when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, and we began to walk according to his word. We become more spiritual, but we don't realize it. We think we still that old person, you know, walking around in Barbara. But no, we, we received his son, and we received his Holy Spirit. And the more we walk according to his word, you'll see the Holy Spirit at work. God honors his word. He know his word is not a lie. Now, what I say can become a lie, but what he said, it won't ever do that. So look what he said in, in, in let me go over here. In chapter 1, starting at verse 1 of Joshua. And uh, I'm going to pull my buddy up, the basic English Bible. Um you know what, I wanted to try the American Standard Version and see what they have going on. Okay, I never used them before. But look, because you have to be careful, because they're taking words out, putting words in, so we have to really be careful with which books we're studying out of. Yeah, hallelujah. Okay, all right, thank you, Sion. God bless you. So look. Now, after the death of Moses, this is chapter 1 of Joshua, I mean, verse 1 of chapter 1 of Joshua. Now, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give to them even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. Promise keep a miracle work. He promised. Hallelujah. From the wilderness, and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea towards the going down of the sun shall be your coast. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life, 
As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Oh, y'all don't hear me this morning. I'm reading it. I'm reading the truth. I'm reading the word of God. Hallelujah. Every word of God is true. And it's pure. And he's a shield unto them that put their trust in. He's going to protect you. If you believe his word is pure and true, he'll put a shield around you because you believe. Every word of God is pure. He's a shield unto them that put their trust in him. We want to trust his word all the way, 100%. Sometimes it looks like you're trusting the word and look like the word is not going to work, but all of a sudden, it come a twist, and the word of God come alive. I heard what they said. I saw what they did. But look what the word said. I stood on the word of God, and after standing, I stand some more on his word, and his word did what it said it would do for Barbara, and the same for you. Verse 6 says, Be strong and of a good courage, for unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. He kept his promise. Promise Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. And, huh? Only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law, all the word of God, which Moses, my servant, commanded thee, turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. Be strong and very courageous. Some folks say, oh, she outspoken. No. I spoke out, yes, I did, but I'm strong and very courageous. I have much courage because he didn't give me the spirit of fear. He gave me power, love, and a sound mind. I'm standing on what he gave me. I'm working with what he gave me. He said, if I be strong and very courageous, that I may have observed to do according to all the law, all the word of God. I may observe, I may watch to do it and to see the work of God, the word of God come alive and work for me. But I got to be in it. I got to know what his word says concerning me. He said, which Moses that servant commanded thee? Remember them Ten Commandments? But today God took the ten and broke them down in two for us. If we do them two, we did the ten. And if we do them two, turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou go. Whether you go, the word going to speak for you. The word going to do what it said it would do. You just got to be strong and very courageous. You just got to know what the word of God says. You got to stand fast, steadfast. In the word of God, it's going to work for you good. If he said it, it's going to work. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then shall thou make thy way prosperous, and then shall thou have, I mean, and then thou shalt have good success. You got to remember what God said. 
all of God, what God said concerning you. I even remember this, wait on the Lord and be of a good courage. He shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Because things going to come. And I want a quick answer. I want to move right now. I want something to happen and change right now. Wait on him. And who is better to wait on than Almighty God? I didn't say waiting was easy. I said to do it. Jesus did it. We can do it. God sent him so he could see, sent him in the flesh to see what was keeping us from doing his will. Nothing but ourselves. Nothing but a thought, uh, I don't want to do it. Nothing but a thought, I'm not thinking on God, I'm thinking on Barbara. But if we keep our mind on him, he's going to keep us in perfect peace. He said, don't let it, 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 the word depart out your mouth, but meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written there in the book. We've got to study it to know it. But when we do this now, for then thou shalt make thy way prosper, then shalt thou have good success. Because guess what? The word going to lead you. That word going to come up in you. There have been situations where I wanted to fight. You don't understand. I was angry. And the scripture just come up just as nice. Be angry but sin not. I had to tone it all the way down. And guess what else? Sit down and apologize for my behavior. You can be angry, Barbara, but sin not. Now, these are the words of God that he's talking with Joshua, and these are the things that he's telling Joshua to do. And if we do the same thing, we're going to be prosperous, and we're going to have good success. Because he won't do it for Joshua and not do it for me. He won't do it for my pastor, my bishop, but he won't do it for me. Uh Uh-uh. If I'm not departed from that book, I'm in the book studying I remember what his words say. I'm meditating in the day and night. I'm observing to do it. All that it says, I'm going to be blessed, more than blessed, uncommonly blessed. Uncommon miracles coming my way because I'm going to be a giver. All of that, he loves a cheerful giver. If people only knew what giving did for them, they'd probably get their house away. But they don't understand. Because many think it's better to receive than to give. It's better to give than to receive. Because if you got something to give, that means you are the giver and not the receiver. And me, when I give out, more coming back. The Lord spoke to me. I think that was last night. Get in and get that closet. I got to go. Them racks, I got to clean them racks off and give much away. I done had two racks to break, so many clothes. I clean it out, they write back. I got a box. I'm even getting luggage out of my closet. Why? Good success. Why? Prosperous. The book of the law. 
the word of God day and night. I don't pick and choose whoever I see is in dire straight. That's who I'm, I want to bless. It don't matter how they look, how they dress. I, that, that don't have nothing to do with nothing. Yeah. When I've done it unto the least, I've done it unto God. Hallelujah. See, these things we got to remember. Again, he loves a cheerful giver. Verse 9 says, Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage, be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Didn't I tell you I was in the club? He was in the club. <laughs> he was in the juke joint. <laughs> Wherever I go, I'm taking him with me because he's in me. So that taught me a lesson. You can't go to these cats. What are you doing? I was so scared I didn't know what to do. But he did it in a way that he taught me. And I can't do that no more. Comedy shows, I got to be careful. I only been to one Willie Brown. And he didn't even know I was there. I told him after the fact. He had done got back home that ladder, him and Sherry and everything. <laughs> Hallelujah. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither thou be dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people. Remember, uh, Moses, God told him to go down there and set them in sections. Uh, let these, these, these men be over this and over that and that. And he, I think Moses was the judge, though, you know, like we have a judge today. He decided what punishment and da-da-da-da-da, because God had given this to him. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people, saying, pass through the host and command the people, saying, prepare ye victuals. But whether in three days he shall pass over this Jordan to go in to possess the land, which the Lord your God giveth you to possess it. Three days. Now get your food together and your water and things together and be prepared because we're finna go into the promised land and to the Reubenites and to the Gadites and to have the tribe of Manasseh spake Joshua, saying, Remember the word which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, saying, The Lord your God has given you rest and has given you this land. Your wives, your little ones, and your cattle shall remain in the land which Moses gave you on the side, on this side, Jordan. But ye shall pass before your brethren, armed all the mighty men of valor and help them. Now, you, you can come and help us with the war, but you you will have to stay right here. Is this what Moses gave you, say God gave to you? See, because sometimes we want what we're not supposed to have. The Levites, God gave them the office of priests. They could work his house. The tribe of Reuben, he didn't give them that. See, what God gave me, he didn't give that to you. He gave that to me. 
What God gave you, he didn't give that to me. He gave that to you. What's for you is for you, and what's for me is for me. But we all can be blessed. We all can be uncommonly blessed. We all can have uncommon miracles working in our lives. But we got to be strong and very courageous and of a good cheer. Staying in the word of God, meditating on it, remembering it. You ain't got to have a physical Bible everywhere you go. In your heart, in your mind. You remember this morning what the word in the first chapter of Joshua, you remember what it said. And you may not read, remember all, let's say, 28 verses if that's what it's got. I didn't get down there to look yet. But you remember what you believe God would have you to remember and to put into action in your life. God is an action God. And we pray that he teach us how to apply his word to our everyday life. If he teach us how to do this, we're going to keep our mind on him. We're going to be cheerful givers. We're going to love people. We won't walk around with an attitude. Yeah, I heard somebody say stinking, thinking, because we meditate on the word of God, which is the truth. And, 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 and we meditate on it day and night, and it should keep us feeling some kind of good way about his word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 15 says, yeah, says this, until the Lord have given your brethren rest as he has given you. And they also have possessed the land which the Lord your God giveth them. Then ye shall return unto the land of your possession and enjoy it, which Moses the Lord's servant gave you on this side, Jordan, towards the sun rising. See, they could only go so far. God had Moses to assign them a place. And then the children of Israel got to go on. So look, and they answered Joshua saying, all that thou commandest us, we will do. And whithersoever thou sendest us, we will go. According as we hearken unto Moses in all things, so will we hearken unto thee. Only the Lord thy God be with thee as he was with Moses. Whosoever he be that doeth rebel against that commandment, and will not hearken unto thy words in all that thou commandest him. He shall be put to death. Are y'all hearing that? Only be strong and of a good courage. Now, back in that day, they didn't play. You'll get dead right now. Don't you remember the woman was running and Jesus had to save her? She done commit adultery. They was going to kill her, stone her to death. I can remember way back they used to tell me this. Over in certain countries, they catch you stealing, they'll cut your hand off. They catch you stealing again, they cut the other one off. Certain places you're not supposed to go, they catch you there, they cut your feet off. I'm like, what? And your leg. I'm like, what? I never heard that before. But God will be with you in all things. He will lead and guide you in the way that you should go. But we have to give in to him. 
We can't do it for ourselves. I know some educated people, master's degrees, PhDs. Humble is a lamb. They don't have all the love. They don't have all that going on. Because it took something for them to get through school and they never forgot. And anytime you want to learn about something that they know, they'll stop on their track and say, come on, you want to learn this? Let me make it easy for you. But then you got those kind that are crazy. And I've heard people call them an educated fool. Yeah, I've heard have you ever heard of an educated fool somewhere? Yeah. We're over now into chapter 2 of Joshua. And we're starting in verse 1 over in chapter 2. And Joshua, the son of Nun, sent out of Shittim two men to spy secretly, saying, Go view the land, even Jericho. And they went and came into an harlot's house named Rahab and lodged there. Let me show you something. As God is leading and guiding you, he's going to tell you what to do and show you what to do so that you can continue to grow and be prosperous, not only in him, but in the natural. These people have much livestock, cattle and sheep and, and, and uh, lambs and they had much stuff because they obeyed the true and living God, and he blessed them. When I look back at Abraham and all that stuff Abraham had, only an almighty God could have did that for him and his family. Yeah. Told him to go to a strange land. He didn't know nobody over there. <laughs> but God is the God of his word. So he told Joshua to send out spies secretly. See, they went out to check things out, what's going on, what's in the land, you know, what we need to do. Go view the land, even Jericho, and they went and came into an harlot's house named Rahab and lodged there. They stayed there. And it was told the king of Jericho, saying, Behold, there came men in hither tonight of the children of Israel to search out the country. When it said hither, it means here. Behold, there came men in here tonight of the children of Israel to search out the country. And the king of Jericho sent unto Rahab, saying, Bring forth the men that are come to thee, which are entered into thine house, for they become, for they become to search out all the country. So in other words, they came to search out the country. Send them here, bring them here. And the woman took the two men and hid them and said thus, in other words, said this, there came men unto me, but I was not whence they were. So in other words, I don't know where they went. I don't know where they are. And verse 5, and it came to pass about the same time of shutting of the gate when it was dark that the men went out, whether the men went, I walk not. Pursue after them quickly, for ye shall overtake them. Now, this is what she telling the king of Jericho. 
Hey, you better hurry up and get dark and everything. You better go on out there and find them. They're getting away. But if you move quick, you'll find them. Nobody's going to find them. She was hiding. But she had brought them up to the roof of the house and hid them with the stalks of flax, which she had laid in order upon the roof. And the men pursued after them the way to Jordan, unto the ford. And as soon as they which pursued after them were gone out, they shut the gate. And before they were laid down, she came up unto them upon the roof. And she said unto them, unto the men, I know that the Lord has given you the land, and that your terror is fallen upon us, and that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. We having problems because I know the Lord gave y'all the land. But we we scared over him. We 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 falling and we we having some problems. All the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. Because we know God gave you the land. And look here, if you, if you war with us, you're winning. You're winning. But we have heard verse uh, verse ten. We have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you. When you came out of Egypt and what ye did unto the two kings of the Amorites that were on the other side, Jordan, Sihon and Og, whom ye utterly destroyed. And that's the way people ought to know us today. Hey, don't fool with them believers. Uh-uh, don't do that. Hey, you know them people saved over there. You know how they live their lives. Don't fool with them people down because God going to get you. Hey, if you fool with them, you're going to become the enemy of God. That's the way they should see us today. But see, we made a turn for the worse. We started living like they live. We started accepting what they accept, the world. So they don't have no respect for us. Uh, in many places, they don't have no respect for our God. They bold to come out and say, I don't believe in God. Now, you know, it's a fool who don't believe in God, right? I'm sorry. It is the truth. You don't believe in your maker. You don't believe that a God made you. The God of heaven and earth made you, and you refuse to believe it. The scripture even says, it's a fool that say there is no God. Yeah. But we heard about y'all before you got here. We know how Pharaoh was drowned out there in the Red Sea. God drowned him. Y'all didn't drown him. The God that you serve drowned him. And y'all come here, oh, yeah, we got to be careful. And I'm not sending it to the king because he's going to want to try to kill you or bring some foolishness up against you. And we're not having it. I, I can't allow it. So I hear y'all. I bless y'all. Uh-huh. So look, 11 says, and as soon as we heard these things, our heart did melt. Neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God in heaven above and in earth beneath. 
You see what I'm talking about? Now, that's the way they should talk about us and our God. Now, therefore, I pray you, swear unto me by the Lord, since I have showed you kindness, that ye will also show kindness unto my father's house and give me a true token. Look, they should be scared to fool with the true house of God. The world should be looking at us and are wanting to be like us because we don't have no issues. We don't have no problems. We're strong and very courageous. We meditate in God's word day and night. We love one another. We help one another. We come out the world and give the devil back all his tools. If you got prosperity from the devil, give it back. It'll be okay. Because you got a heavenly father. And his son has set you free. And you're free indeed. But we got to get in the word so we'll know it. And keep prayer going up to almighty God. He's never too busy. If you pray all day and all night, he won't turn you away. Hallelujah. 12 says, now therefore I pray you swear unto me by the Lord, since I have showed you kindness, that ye will also show kindness unto my father's house and give me a true token. And that ye will save alive my father and my mother and my brethren and my sisters and all that they have and deliver our lives from death. Yeah, let the world ask us this. Hey, Barbara, I, I, I know I heard you say this or that and I came against it, but you was talking about God's way and what God will have. Look, Barbara, I'm going to open the doors over here for you and be a blessing over here. Remember me, Barbara, in your prayer. Remember me when the world try to come against me. Stand up for me. Because the God in you will speak on my behalf. You see? But if we weak as water, and we're doing what we're big enough to do. And we're going to church and talking about we're trying to learn something. We over there to hear prosperity preaching. And we're going over there because it feels good to us. But how does it feel to God? Because if your worship is your worship for real, is your study life, Bible study life for real, you know, your prayer life for real. Oh, uh, yeah. So look. And the men answered her, our life for yours. If ye utter not this our business, and it shall be, when the Lord has given us the land, that we will deal kindly and true, truly with thee. If you keep your mouth shut, Rahab, we're going to give our life for your life. And if you don't say nothing of this business, because not everybody know and remember our God. Not everybody know and remember we finna take over everything. And it should be what you're asking. 
when the Lord has given us the land that we'll deal kind of and truly with you. Then she let them down by cord through the window, for her house was upon the town wall, and she dwelt upon the wall. And she said unto them, Get you to the mountain, lest the pursuers meet you, and hide yourselves there three days until the pursuers be returned, and afterwards may you go your way. Look who he used, Rahab. They say she was a harlot. She was a whore. For God used Rahab to save Joshua's spies. God will use the world to bless you. He's done it for me before. He'll have people on the job that's worldly. I'm talking about ain't nothing they won't do because they don't see God until they look at you. And anything jump off with you, they say, hold up, wait a minute now, hold up. That that lady there, that's a godly lady. Oh, Bessie, now don't y'all fool with Bessie. Bessie pray all the time. She she ain't got no evil about her. She ain't trying to hurt nobody. What y'all trying to do to Bessie? Even the supervisor speak up to the owner of the company, to the manager, to the big boss. Now, we ain't fooling with Bessie now. I know Bessie. Bessie don't roll like that. That's not what Bessie do. Bessie's a good woman. And you know what? Bessie loved God. Bessie prayed for this company. That's why it's still going. You see what I'm talking about? But we got to make the difference. We got to let them know. And we can't let them know by just talk. Your actions got to show the world who you are in God. That we are the people of God. We love him and ain't nothing we won't do for him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 17 says, And the men said unto her, We will be blameless of this thine oath which thou hast made us swear. Yeah. Behold, when we come into the land, Thou shalt bind this line of scarlet thread in the window which thou didst let us down by. And thou shalt bring thy father and thy mother and thy brethren and all thy father's household home unto thee. Put that red thing up in that window and we're going to recognize your house because we're coming to take over. God's given us, he already gave us the land. Is there been anything God gave you but you had a little bit to do uh, to secure it 100%? God gave you the house, but you yet got to go sit and, and, and chat and sign papers with the mortgage company. You got to go through the mortgage company and get the keys. Even if you paid cash for the house, you got to get a receipt and get the keys. Sometimes when you first get the house, it need a little things done in there because you don't like it all, but you know it wouldn't take much to paint, to do a little bit of light landscaping, to bring it in the way and alive the way you want it, all of this. So God gave them the land that Joshua had sent out spies. 
And now they're able to come back and report. And they're going to go ahead and do what they got to do to get the land. He let a harlot protect the two spies. See, even when you're buying a house, the enemy come up for God to use somebody from the world to stand up. I don't care what it is. Somebody, God going to send somebody for you. If you in him and he in you, I don't, I don't care what goes on. He is going to raise somebody on your behalf. Yeah. James Cleveland said, you say you've been sick. Tell me about it. Yeah, and you thought you couldn't get where. Oh, yeah, where is your faith? Hallelujah. Where is your faith in God? Hallelujah, hallelujah. That's what we got to have when we're trying to do something. God has given it to us, but we got to do a little something. And it's not much. Sometimes we have to fast or we just got to pray and keep praying and let go. Pray, let go, go back and pray some more and let go. God already did it. But he required us to do a little something. Not much. 19 says, and it shall be that whosoever shall go out of the doors of thy house into the street, his blood shall be upon his head. And we will be guiltless. And whosoever shall be with thee in the house, his blood shall be on his head. If any hand be upon him, and if thou utter this our business, then we will be quit of thine oath which thou hast made us to swear. If any of this business leak out, the oath is no longer good. We're going to quit it. We're going to stop it. It's over with. And she said, according unto your words, so be it. And she sent them away, and they departed, and she bound a scarlet line in the window. She went on and did that because it's coming in fast and hot. When God is moving for you, he'll move fast and quick. Sometimes he moved faster than you, 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 you anticipated, faster than you thought he would, faster than... Well, Lord, I, I, I was going to do that Tuesday. Now, here it is. You, you, you prayed for it Monday. Here it is on Tuesday. This is ready. Verse 22 says, And they went and came unto the mountain and abode there three days until the pursuers were returned. And the pursuers sought them throughout all the way, but found them not. On their way back, to the king, they looking for him. Could not find him. So the two men returned and descended from the mountain and passed over and came to Joshua, the son of Nun, and told him all things that befell them. We have testimony. God has brought us through many great trials and tribulations, and he's brought us through all kinds of stuff. We messed up, and we know we messed up. But yet God is on our side because we continue to reach out to him. And they said in verse 24, and they said unto Joshua, 
Amen. Amen, Pastor David. And they said unto Joshua, truly the Lord has delivered into our hands the land, all the land, all the land. For even all the inhabitants of the country do faint because of us. Oh, go on and shake it right there. Go on and play some music right there. Beat your drum, play your keyboard, shake your tambourine, clap your hands, and dance before the Lord. Because the world is shaking and fainting because of what they know God is going to do for the believer. What? They don't want to hear about it because it makes them go in their house and not want to come out. It make them want to lock the doors to their homes and not come out. Hallelujah. God is faithful. I am thankful unto him because there's nothing I can do without him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I am so grateful unto him for all he has done for us. Great and mighty things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Oh, I thank you. Let's play this one right here this morning. And we're going to continue on. We have time uh, with chapter 3. Come on, everybody, put your hands together. Come on, put your hands together. I want to take your mind back. Tell them. The nails. 
so that you can understand because now you see God giving you understanding. He's giving you knowledge of his word. And it won't be long before you have true wisdom of how to walk in your everyday life before God and man. He'll even show you how to maneuver in this life with man on your job. See, we use tangible things. On your job, they have come against you. And they want to write that slip for you. They want to reprimand you. But you prayed the prayer of faith. And when you got to work, what you thought you was going to get, it never took place. Hallelujah. It never took place. Because the prayers of the righteous avail as much. And if we look back and we remember, he counted Abraham's faith as righteousness. Not what Abraham was doing, but what Abraham believed about God. He counted it unto Abraham as righteousness, and he can do it for us today. He called Abraham friend. I believe it was Abraham who said, is there anything too hard for God? See, Abraham had the trials. He learned the lessons. He got understanding. He got knowledge. And he knew God. So now, it, it, it's no problem. Anything comes Abraham way, he knows that he can lean and depend upon the great God, Jehovah, who have all power. There's no higher power. God is faithful unto us, and we must learn to be faithful unto him. His word says, if we'll be faithful unto him, he will give us a crown of life that will never fade away. I'm grateful unto him today for all he has given unto me. Not, not just tangible things, materialistic things, but spiritual things. I can walk in a church full of people and never flinch. Not ashamed, not shy. Get up and say what God would have me to say. Get up and do what God would have me to do. I could walk in a room full of sinners and do the same thing. For great is he that lives within me than he that is in the world. I'm walking in power. Love, power, and a sound mind. And when your mind is sound, oh, yeah, you're good to go. You don't have it to worry about. You may be dealing with the minds of people who don't have a mind because the enemy has snatched it. But because who's in you, you can cause these people to get their minds back. You're that candidate that sit on a hill that can't be healed. You're the salt of the earth. You are what give the earth its savor, its flavor. You that receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You that's in his word. And if you don't have enough time but you desire to get in the word of God, pray. Prayer is our answer to everything because prayer works. The power of prayer works. Whatever I need, I can pray for it. Believe in God and God will do it. 
I need a healing. I'm praying to God heal my body. Lord, show me what to do, what I'm doing wrong that's causing my body to go this way. If the enemy has attacked my body, then, Lord, I need you to bind up the attack. I bind it up and cast it to hell, never to return. Matter of fact, take it to the pits of hell that it never returns. Lord, I need a a better paying job. Your word says a man don't work, shouldn't eat. I want to eat and I want to feed my family. I want to eat and I want to help my husband. I want to help my family, ladies. So, Lord, bless us. Show me what to do that I can be a a blessing uncommonly to my family, to my friends, to others. When I get, I don't want to just get for me and mine, but I want somebody else to be blessed. I looked at many times and asked for money. People came and they gave. My prayer is that God will multiply back to them 100-fold, not just what they gave. If they gave $10, God, give them 100 back. If they gave $100, Lord, give them 1000 If they gave 30 give them 300 because we don't want to be selfish people. We're going to go through some things. In this life, because we haven't made it in. But the day you hear him say, well done, that good and faithful servant, all of this is over with. Well, if you die, all of this is over with. But we want to die in Jesus. We want to die in obedience unto Almighty God Jehovah that have all power. Hallelujah. There's none like him. Ah, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm thankful unto him this morning. And I know I play a lot of songs, but it's request. This is our radio station, your radio station, or should I say your blog radio. So what we do is what you want to hear, because some people want to hear what it sounds like on here, because many times the sound is excellent. Yeah. And I'm planning on buying even a better uh, speaker and microphone that you can hear even better. So people like to hear. Some songs I play all the way through, and I always did that, but I got a request. Why don't you shorten the song? Because they want to hear more of the word than the music. And I understand, but sometimes the music put people in a place with God where they need to be. They hear something that catch that spirit man, that put them in a position that they can believe God a little bit further. I'm grateful to him. Listen, the studio is open. Uh, if anyone has something they would like to say, please feel free to press that number one and come in this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank God. We thank God this morning that we are able to hear his word. And it's already all right. Hallelujah. Let's go to a little bit of this one. And uh, when we come back, the studio is open. Feel free if you have something you would like to say this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Bless him. Bless him. 
I've got a wonderful, I mean absolutely wonderful, Holy Ghost filled surprise for you. I mean, this person is absolutely revolutionized gospel music today. And he's much younger than I am, but I call him my hero. Would you get up on your feet and clap your hands tonight for the Reverend Kirk Franklin? We're living in a day and time where being politically correct is popular. Can we turn that around again? We're living in a day and time where everybody is saying the name of God, but nobody wants to say the name of Jesus. We don't want to offend the Muslims. We don't want to offend the Jews. We don't want to offend the Arabs. And so therefore we crucify him of flesh. But I want you to know that there will come a time when every Muslim, when every Buddhist, when every Jew, will have to get down on their knees and have to confess that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall die. So I want every blood-washed believer to not wait until then. And if you've ever gone through something, you know right here that there's something about the name. Something about the name Jesus. Something about the name. Something about the name Jesus. It's the sweetest name. Yeah. It is the sweetest name, sweetest name I know. I know. And I love that name. Oh, how I love the name Jesus. Oh, how I love the name Jesus. It's the sweetest name. Yeah. It is the That's right. That's right. Just take a minute and explain to him what you're really trying to say. What you really trying to say? Some people, some people say I'm crazy, but I can't explain. I can't explain the power, the power that I feel when you call His name. When I call your name, that fire, that fire, that is just like fire. Where's it? Where's it? 
Radio not just for your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Kirk Franklin and Mr. Rance Allen this morning. Something about the name Jesus. It's the sweetest name I know. It's a name where the righteous can run in and be saved. It's the only name whereby men can be saved. And so we're grateful unto Almighty God this morning for the name of Jesus. For God so loved us all, the good, the bad, and the ugly. He sent his only begotten son. And if we believe on him, we won't perish, but have everlasting life. You can't get no better than that. Hallelujah. So if no one have anything they would like to say, we can finish the book. I mean, the chapter 3 of Joshua. But if you have something you would like to say, please feel free to press that number one and come in. Hallelujah. All right. All right. We'll go to chapter 3. And uh, starting at verse 1, it says, And Joshua rose early in the morning, and they removed from Shittim and came to Jordan. He and all the children of Israel and lodged there before they passed over. And it came to pass after three days that the officers went through the host and they commanded the people saying, when ye see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and the priests the Levites bearing it, then ye shall remove from your place and go after it. Yet there shall be a space between you and it, about 2,000 cubits by measure, 
Come not near unto it, that ye may know the way by which ye must go, for ye have not passed this way before. Stay behind the ark of the covenant. And he gave them the, the distance that they were supposed to be. And if you follow this, then you go in the right way. And Joshua said unto the people, sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Joshua spake unto the priest, saying, take up the ark of the covenant and pass over before the people. And they took up the ark of the covenant and went before the people. And the Lord said unto Joshua, this day will I begin to magnify thee in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. And thou shalt command the priests that bear the ark of the covenant, saying, when ye are come to the brink of the water of Jordan, ye shall stand still in Jordan. And Joshua said unto the children of Israel, Come hither and hear the words of the Lord your God. And Joshua said, Hereby ye shall know that the living God is among you, and that he will without fail drive out from before you the Canaanites, and the Hittites, and the Hivites, and the Pezzites, and the Gershites, the Gergeshites, and the Amorites, and the Jebusites. Behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth passes over before you into Jordan. Now, therefore, take you 12 men out of the tribes of Israel, out of every tribe a man. And it shall come to pass as soon as the soles of your feet of the priests that bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, shall rest in the waters of Jordan, that the waters of Jordan shall be cut off from the waters that come down from above, and they shall stand upon a heap. And it came to pass when the people removed their tents to pass over Jordan, and the priests bearing the ark of the covenant before the people, as they that bear the ark were come unto Jordan, and the feet of the priests that bear the ark were dipped in the brim of the water of Jordan, overflowed all his banks all the time of harvest, that the waters which came down from above stood and rose up upon a heap very far from the city, Adam, that is beside Zartan, and those that came down towards the sea of the plain, even the sea salt, the salt sea, fell and were cut off, and the people passed over right against Jericho, and the priests that bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry land in the midst of Jordan, and all the Israelites passed over on dry ground until all the people were passed clean over Jordan. Now look at this. He opened the Red Sea. He told them what to do here. And the waters dried up so they could go through on dry land. We just got to believe God this morning. That's all. Whatever you need from him, whatever you want God to do, I need you to believe it. Go back to the word. 
He said, everywhere the sole of your foot shall tread is yours. He said, you're the head and not the tail. You're above and not beneath. No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. He said, you're more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus that loved you. His words say you can do all things through Christ who strengthened you. Oh, but look at this. You can look to the hills from which cometh your help. All of your help comes from the Lord. He made the heavens and the earth. And he that made the heavens and the earth is on your side today in spite of you. He yet looked beyond your fault and yet meet your needs. And if you're telling them what you want, you're telling them even about your heart desire. Wait on him. Though it tarry, wait for it. Keep lifting him up. Keep obeying him. Do the very best that you can unto God and watch what happens. Jesus will work it out if you let him. Hallelujah. All right, Sister Jerry, coming at you right now. Good morning. God bless you, ma'am. How are you? Good morning, Sister Barbara. I'm doing well. And good morning to everyone. Barbara, I just want to say thank you. God bless you. Thank you for the teaching. Thank you for the patience to break it down for us. You're not reading it like blah, 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 just to prove that you can read. Okay, great. You're breaking it down so we can really hear you and understand you. And, Lord God, today I thank God for you. I thank God for your compassion for your selected music, and may God continue to keep you on the path of righteousness and keep your little friend up under your wings because you know you have to kind of help her out a little bit. Her name's Terry. But thank God I met you even as a small child, and you've been carrying me along even when I don't want to do it. Why well, I just take this? Uh, a, a child, shut up. Come on here. So thank you, Sister Barbara. You've been an angel since a small child. All has happened now, Barbara. You have embellished. You have made me even want to start going to your church. And I'm telling you, I'm not one to hop and say, oh, yeah, I want to go to church now. No. I mean, it did all I could yesterday to even want to go. Now, man, I don't want to go to no church. But after I went there and I received love, and God is truly in that church, others need to come and see, taste, for it is good. Amen. 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 That's all I have, Father. Just want to say thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank God this morning, Jerry, because I can't take credit for his glory. I can't take credit for the things that he does. And I just know that God sent me to that church. I knew love was there. Now, just like I said, when God gives you something, you're going to go through a few little things now. But if you stay faithful and pray your way through, you're going to be all right. Yeah, it wasn't always like that. Even in Alabama, under the senior bishop, Charles C. Woods, I got there and I began to understand. He taught. I began to work. I began to seek God. I really received him. And 
It was a little trauma there. But I was determined to stay with God and not even look at man. I started sitting on the, on the front pew so that my back could be the foolishness and my front could be to the fire of God. And one day I heard the bishop say, uh, y'all want to come against this woman. He said, but you, you don't understand what God has done, what God used this woman to come here to do. And she loved this ministry. He pointed at the speakers. He said, you see, that one speaker, $700. You see, that one speaker, $700. You see them drums? That's $3,000. She sent a baby grand white P.S. He went to tell him something. Look, I, I wasn't rich. I was barely making ends meet. But when I prayed for things in the spirit that God would use for spiritual things for his glory, he opened the door. He made a way. So sometimes we're going to go through a few things, even at a church. But if you know that's where God sent you, you stay. Don't let the devil run you nowhere. You continue to tell God and set your eyes to the hills from which come into your help, and you continue on. All the riffraff, God moved it out of there. I could go in peace. And then my work, the travels picked up. My work going to and fro picked up. So I had to leave to go do that. But the bishop, he wasn't a bishop then. He was the pastor. And his wife was what they called the first lady. And so they understood my work. I had to go. But when I would be in town and I could go, that's where I would go. And so I learned to love them. They learned to love me with the love of God. And yeah, Bishop will straighten me out right now. Now, Yeah, Pastor Mac, because that's what he called me, Mac, because that's what I was when I went there. Our last name was Mac. And they forget about the Pittman part all the time. And he called me Pastor. Yeah. And many people call me Pastor because of the work. Yeah. Some people call me different things, but I thank God, y'all, for God. I thank him for being on my side in spite of me. I thank him for looking beyond Barbara and yet meet my needs. I thank him that when I ask for something, especially spiritual, he moves. Ooh, he moves. And I'm grateful unto him. Listen, I have a book I want to share with you. And... Uh, this book is called Living Good Daily. Listen to me. Living Good Daily. It's a free book. I think you pay about $7 and some change for shipping and handling. And the man that wrote this book, Dr. Living Good is his name. He wrote this book because his dad had a heart attack. And he's a Christian now. And he prayed. And God gave this to him. If you follow what's in this book, you're going to live. If you follow what is in this book, you are really going to get rid of diabetes, cancer. I don't care what is wrong with you. It's got to go. There was a little video on Facebook, and he was doing the video, and it just simply said, when you go to the doctor, this is the part that I remember, and the doctor give you a diagnosis. 
and he give you a prescription for what he has diagnosed, uh-uh. He said, why wouldn't he give you the foods that you could eat that would cure that thing? Not treat it, but cure it. And that's what's in my book. The book is called Living Good Daily. He's over on Facebook. You can check him out over there, Living Good Daily by Dr. Living Good. When I tell you before I got the book, it took me about four or five days, I think, to get the book. But before I got the book, I had already decided on eating plant-based. Because even when I look in the scriptures over in Genesis, I didn't see him talking about uh, eating meat so much. Although he brought both cattle and sheep and lamb. So what I started doing is buying green things, yellow things, purple things orange things, you know, red things, vegetables. I cooked mustard greens for the first time in some olive oil and onion. And no salt. I did put a little black pepper. You talking about was good. The longer they sit, the better they taste. The next day after I ate them, I had so much energy. I felt like I was literally dying from food. And I needed a better way, a much better way. I had indigestion problems. I'm talking about really bad. And if you got indigestion problems and you overweight, that's where your weight coming from, being uh, not able to digest your food properly. If you can't sleep, you're not digesting your food properly. When it came to diabetes, my blood sugar was up. My blood pressure was up. When I got them three months, you know, the blood, the lab work where they take the blood, it wasn't good. My blood sugar was up. Pressure was up. She said, cholesterol, mm, it's looking, mm, but no, that wasn't right either. Then they called me with some kind of foolishness. My knees. If you'd have saw me yesterday, you wouldn't have believed I had knee problems. My friend Connie is on a cane, and she's been losing weight, but not like I'm losing it. Not, and I've lost, and I've toned up. Yeah. The dress I wore yesterday had plenty of room in it. When I remember when I used to wear it, wasn't wasn't any room. I could bust out at the seams in a minute. But plant-based, and it don't have to be that you don't eat chicken or, or, or fish or, or, or steaks or whatever you want. But I decided, for me, this is not for everybody, but it did bless me real good. That's why I'm sharing it. Plant-based. I take fruit and a yogurt that's made with real milk, and they say it's got probiotics in it, but I don't know. But I take that plain yogurt and put a scoop of yogurt and berries and strawberries and mixed fruit and zzz, 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 up in my Nutribullet. Sometimes I put a, a teaspoon of honey because I feel a little sweetness. And zzz, 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 in that Nutribullet and tear it up. Be scraping the jar to get more. Plant-based. The only thing not really plant-based is the yogurt. 
And every now and then you need a little bit of that. I'm not saying eat it every day. And don't buy store-bought yogurt like that. I mean, you could buy, but make sure it's co-brand. Colbin, Colbin brand. Don't get that other stuff they sell it. And make sure it's plain yogurt. And if you want sweet to it, add it. Sweet peaches, sweet plums, sweet mangoes. Don't buy that stuff out the store like that. Eat greens, cabbage, kale, broccoli, cauliflower, carrots, eggplant. And look, that's a way for you to make it where you will enjoy it. Because I, I love soul food. Yeah, that's what I like. Fried chicken, fried pork chop. What? Take the roast beef, sear it on both sides. Batter it up and deep fry the roast beef. Now, you know, come on. And that fat on it is dried up like a crack. Oh, fried ribs. Cook the beef ribs till they're almost coming off the bone. Batter them up and deep fry. All of that was killing me. Clogging my arteries and all of that. But now that I'm eating healthy and I like what I eat, I, I look, I bought uh, cauliflower linguine, and I'm going to have a tomato-based pasta sauce, and I'm going to put meatballs in it. Now, these will be regular meatballs, but the, the bulk of it is plants, cauliflower tomatoes and basil and oregano natural herbs. Yeah. And I'm exercising more. After the show today, I got some things to do, but I'm going for a walk. Yeah, I'm driving to the river, which is not far. And I'm going for like maybe a 10-minute walk and come back. Tomorrow, do another 10 minutes. I'm going to do 10 minutes for a week. And after 10 minutes, it'll turn to 15 for a week, then turn to 20. For a week, until I build up that I'm at five miles. But remember, I told you, when God gives you something, it's already yours. But a lot of times, we have to do a little something. God gave me good health, but I got to do a little something. Eat right, exercise. It's going to be all right. Yeah. And I don't feel what I look like. <laughs> I don't feel what I've been through. God has truly blessed me. I prayed the prayer of faith. So again, I wanted to share this with you. If you never get another book or read it other than the Bible, go and look for Living Good Daily by Dr. Living Good. When I tell you, if you read this book, it says it's a 21-day guide to experience real health, and it's a workbook. Your 21-day guide to experience real health, and again, it's got a workbook for you to do back there, so you're not just going to read and throw it down. You got to read it and fill out that workbook, book the book, and it's already all right this morning in Jesus' name. Where did that Anthony go? Because I want him to get this book. Wait a minute, Anthony, where you at? Did he leave? No, there you go. All right, Brother Anthony, I, I definitely want you to get this book and read it. 
And then you can ask me some questions about what kind of food, Sister Barbara, well, you know what my job is. Where should I eat from? I can tell you what to pack. And I won't be able to ship you things, but I may be able to go to a store, a Walmart in the area where you know you're going to be. And I shop for you, and all you do is pick it up. Because I want you to check this book out. And look, bro, Anthony, the food is not nasty. You know, we we know good taste. We even know how to put stuff together and make it taste good. Look him up on YouTube. He even got recipes for you. I don't like chickpeas. I never, I, the first time I tried, but the thing is, if you just try chickpeas and you don't put nothing to it, you won't like it. But you may have to cut a little red, yellow, and green peppers up in it. Uh, you may have to put a little bit of sour cream. I don't know what you like to make it taste better for you. Now, I'm not eating cottage cheese. I, chop, chop. I, I, I don't like that. So I substitute that for something else. He gave me another thing to use instead of ricotta cheese. Because, you know, I like that lasagna. So I'm going to take the cauliflower lasagna noodles and make lasagna. And I use ground turkey. I'm not using ground beef. I'm kind of giving up on chicken a little bit. I'm, I'm gradually getting away from chicken. I don't know why. But turkey... I love it, and I eat a little beef. And beef takes, a steak probably takes three days to go through your system. But I, I'm thinking ground beef would go quicker and easier. But nonetheless, God got a purpose and a plan for our lives, that we can be healthy. I don't care if you're 80 years old. You don't have to feel like 80. Look, you can feel better. Hallelujah. I just wanted to share that. And this book is free. For me, it's worth millions of dollars. But the book is free. And uh, $7 and some change. I left the CD in the truck. But I got a CD from the brother, the musician, minister of music at my church. And when I tell you on some keyboard, this brother is the truth. I love it. I love it. And I thank God for putting me in such a position. That's not a humongous church with with thousands of members. I doubt if we have 200. But it's enough of us that we love one another. And you can see it. You can feel it. And it's not just because I've been attending the church. So if you go there, they're going to treat you with love. And they will take good care. You want something to drink? I couldn't sit down good yesterday. Here come these vanities. You all right? You want something to drink? Can I get you something? I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Because Connie had given me Sunday dinner. Old-fashioned southern soul country dinner. And I couldn't eat it all because I couldn't eat the rice. But the chicken dressing and the collard greens and that bread on top of the stove yesterday, oh, it hit the spot. I went to Popeye's with them and bought a breast and a leg. I I ate the wing, but I had to throw the breast away. I can't eat chicken no more. I don't know what's wrong, but I don't want it. 
and God is here good to us. Hallelujah. Uh, okay, anybody got something they want to say? We still got a few minutes. All right, I will pray us out. Y'all keep uh, Minister Shonda lifted in prayer. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. You don't have to know what for. Just keep her lifted in prayer. I believe God is doing a great thing for her. So the more we pray, you know, the more God going to move. Hallelujah. Pray for Sherry's eye. Keep that lifted. Uh, Brother Lou is at the doctor with her today uh, for her eye. Yeah. So y'all keep her lifted. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for your word this morning. Father, your word is a lamp unto our feet. It's a light unto our path. And forever, oh God, that word is settled in heaven. And Father, sanctify us all today. Hey, glory through that truth. Father, your word is true. We give you glory and honor and praise this morning. We thank you for all you've done, what you're doing right now, and what you're going to do. Great and mighty things. Father, help us to remember the words that you told Joshua, the commandments you gave to Joshua. Father, help us to obey as well, that we'll be a prosperous people, and wherever the soles of our feet shall tread, we are on it. Do it for us today in the name of Jesus. Father, give us understanding and knowledge and wisdom of your word. And Father, teach us how to apply it to our everyday life in the name of Jesus. Help us to keep our mind on you as we depart this morning. But Father, we need you to keep us in perfect peace. We give you glory this morning and honor all of the things that you can do for us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We thank you today. Thank you for every open door, every open window. Thank you, Lord, for turning things around for us. Thank you for your healing power, that by your stripes we are already healed in the name of Jesus. Oh, we glorify you today, God, for there's none like you. Bless every call as we depart this morning and every listener. Bless our going out and our coming in. Father, meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. Father, you know what we're standing in need of this morning. We ask that you would move quickly this day in the precious name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you right now. Hallelujah. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. I can hear that. It's coming. And, Father, we give you glory, honor, hallelujah, and praise. And thank you right now. In Jesus' name, we ask it all. Amen and hallelujah. The songwriter said, I have a feeling everything is going to be all right. It's going to be all right, be all right, be all right. I believe the same thing. Yeah. I believe it's going to be all right. Hallelujah. We're going to this one, and uh, after the song this morning, I won't be coming back. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today, July the 24th, 2023, in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye. Have a blessed day. A blessed day. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, Helen. Award-winning recording artist, and we're going to talk to her a little bit later on. 
Helen Baylor singing Sold Out and at the altar. Helen! Come on, Miami. Let's worship him. Let's give him praise. Are you sold out?
Yeah. 